from opera star to executive coach, bridging the gap from who you are to who you could be. Awareness plus action equals transformation. My guest today, Elena Armijo, is here to tell us all about it on the HR and Leadership Spotlight Show. Elena, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on today. Thank you so much, Chuck, for having me. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> awesome. So where are you coming from today, out of curiosity? Yeah, well, I'm in Los Angeles now. Uh, my partner and I moved here about six months ago, so we're trying out the California lifestyle for a while. Nice, nice, nice. So yeah. um, before we begin, because I want to hear all about it. I mean, seriously, opera star and not just someone that did opera for a year or two, you know, where, so I'm going to try opera, but I didn't really make it. So I'm going to try something else like 15 years as an opera singer on yes. stages across the world, singing in every possible language you could imagine. And now you're an executive coach. So yes. that's a great story. And I can't wait to get into it. But before we do, did you bring anything for us today? I did. I brought my mug. It's right here. This is, um, I don't have a branded mug, which I should probably work on for the future, but that's a future, a future project. But this mug was given to me by my uncle. I grew up in uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico, which is a very small town, uh, a border town near El Paso, Texas. And there is a beautiful um, woman who creates ceramics there that is Native American and uses some of these beautiful flowers to create colors with uh, her ceramics. So my uncle got me this for Christmas one year, and I always think of him and home when I use it. Ah, oh, that is awesome. In fact, there's a lot of neat, awesome things about you. Uh, you travel uh, at least two or three times a year to places you've never been, correct? Uh, yes. You, you, um, your oldest friend was 103. You, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have so many fascinating things, but opera star to executive coach. Tell yeah. us all about it. How does Elena, the girl from New Mexico outside of El Paso, become a world-famous opera star and now really a very successful executive coach? Yeah, well, first of all, I love that you keep calling me a world-famous opera star. I'm going to put that on my wall. I don't know if other colleagues would have thought the same way. <laughs> about it. But uh, what I will say is, you know, I did have a good stint in the opera career and got a real, a real taste for the lifestyle and the career and the business aspect of it all. And how do I make it, you know, I think that there's so much about how we are built in the world comes from how we grew up. And I used to watch my parents work really, really hard. You know, they, they both worked, uh, my mom worked multiple jobs. My dad worked the same job for 40 years. Even in retirement, he still works that job. And so as a kid, you know, I watched them work hard and be successful. They are um, first generation immigrants themselves, or my dad is at least. And so I watched them work really, really hard for their success. And I keep saying that over and over because in my brain, my kid brain, I made that mean that if you worked hard, you were safe, successful, and loved. And that's something that I carried with me forever. And it got me really far, mm -hmm. so far that it took me, you know, into an opera career. But 
the lie of that is that what I got to when I was on stages is this emptiness in performing. I, I always loved music and I never intended to make it a business, but people kept paying me to sing and I kept following the path and I kept saying, well, I guess this is what I should do and what I meant to do. It's all those shoulds in your life to watch out for. <laughs> and um, I ended up singing and just becoming very lonely and very, um, I missed a lot of things. I missed my brother's birthday parties. Relationships would fall apart pretty easily. And I remember thinking, I don't think that I want to do this for the next 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I had massive guilt, tremendous amounts of guilt because there were lots of singers that were working very hard to be in the position I was in. And I'd worked really hard my whole life. So I had to get over that, like, wow, now what am I going to do when I pivot uh, and leave all this behind? That seems really Great terrible. Work. Yeah. And, and pivoting was really what I did. And so I hired a coach myself. I came off the road and did some internal work and really had to look that, you know, myself in the mirror to see, that I had built an entire career on proving my worth to the world. And now was the first time to ask, what do I really want to do? So you hired a coach yourself. That's I did. that in itself is, is a story. Cause um, you know, a lot of people don't realize that hiring a coach is actually accessible and affordable and it could help because I think a lot of people figure, Oh, what are they going to tell me? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and Go ahead. What you got? Go ahead. No. So, so you, you, you did that. And, and what did it, it share with you that you wanted to be an executive coach yourself? I, I, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, the connection wasn't quite so seamless. I mean, I, I want to go back to what you said for just a second, because I think it's really important that people do know uh, coaching is accessible. You know, uh, where I grew up, people didn't have coaches. That wasn't mm -hmm. a thing. The only people I knew that worked with coaches were high powered CEOs that had a lot of money. So you're right. There, there are so many ways to get coaching and so many access points. I promise you, uh, you know, especially if you come to me, we can find you a coach in your price range. That's what I tell everybody. If you come through my door, we will find you who you want to work with that will work for you. So I was really grateful that this woman took me on and, uh, you know, was in my budget at that moment, even though it was a stretch, I, I trusted that that was the move. And I ended up in a coach training program because I thought it was the fastest way to fix myself. So again, I wasn't interested in becoming a coach at that point. I just knew that I really needed to figure out why I was so unhappy and what I wanted to do in the world. And by month four or five of that intense leadership and training development course, I fell in love with coaching. And I thought, okay, this is the first thing on my entire journey that I've loved as much as I love music. And I actually can see myself building a business through it. Fantastic. Well, tell us about your business and what you're doing now and, and what you call it. I, I, I could say it, but I want you to tell uh, the audience. Yeah, well, I was doing private coaching. So a very small LLC for about eight years. And then I realized, wow, we can have a lot more impact if I work with people instead of working solo. And so I launched a business called the C-Suite Collective uh, this past November in 2021. And the entire mission and vision of the collective is to have a network of very vetted professionals, coaches, uh, holistic practitioners that work on different modalities of health that are all vetted, all extremely good at what they do, 
they own their own businesses. So we're all really, truly a collective of people that have one vision in mind. And that vision and mission for the world is that we can change culture from the inside out of a company. So that's what we exist for, to come in and sit down with you and say, what's going on with your culture? Is it inclusive? Do people feel like they belong? Do you, are you having tough conversations? Is there a culture of trust? Is there a culture of feedback? Is all of that allowed? And so we kind of just sit down with the, the C-suite executives and we say, where do you want to be in a year? Let's co-create that together. And then we make a magical package <laughs> for that company to uh, be in partnership for the whole year. I love that. I love that. And so um, your statement, I wrote it down over here, awareness plus action equals transformation. And that is bolded and highlighted and larger font on your website. Can you can yes. you delve into that a little? Oh, bit? yeah. That's something I learned early on in my own development. And it's the concept that if you have awareness, that's great. But without action, it doesn't mean anything. And if you have action, that's great. But if you don't have an awareness behind what that action is doing or serving in the world, it doesn't mean anything either. So awareness and action together equal transformation in some beautiful, beautiful ways. And that can really be applied to anything. Mm -hmm. That's great. I, I, I love that. I love the concept. I love the fact that you chose the word. I love so many things. People are like, that's all the truck does is love, love, love. But um, good. You I have get a good heart. <laughs> well, I get excited. You know, you could have called it the network. Yeah. You could have called it, uh, 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 but I, I'll bet you gave a lot of thought to that word collective. Dead. And um, I, I love that that term. Is there any insight you want to provide as to why you chose the term collective with the group? Yeah. Um, I think if we're going to get anywhere in this world, we have to go together, all mm -hmm. of us. And that's every human being on the planet. And so collective to me was the foundation for people working together instead of doing this all alone. Um, the, the entire notion of hiring a coach for some is foreign and they've never had this kind of support in their life. And imagine a world where you're over-supported in ways that you could never even dream possible through a collective, a group of people, and what that would actually provide you in your life. And I know what it's done for me. I do not exist. My, my business doesn't run without my teams. Mm -hmm. My life doesn't run without my teams. My partner, Aaron, is you know the solid center of my home-based team. And so I think in ways of creating around me through people gathering together, as opposed to doing it all alone, which is what I did for a long time. I did it alone and it was hard and it wasn't fun. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't get very far. <laughs> no, but, but you've, you've pulled folks together and, uh, and it sounds like you have an, a quite the unique, the unique offering. So what, yeah. you know, how, and we'll get in a, in a few minutes how people could get in touch with you. And I'll put that in, in the show notes below. But talk about that, that experience. So I might get to the point that I'm thinking, ah, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm a little shy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't want to admit that I have a problem. Do I need a yeah. coach? 
I love what? that you're using quotation marks because that's really how we view it. <laughs> yeah. It's not necessarily yeah, a, a problem. A, a one-handed <laughs> a one uh, um, uh, quotation marks. Talk to me about yeah. the uh, that intake process, how that works, and uh, what people would be able to expect here. Yeah, well, the first thing I'd say is if you're willing to have the conversation, that's brave. It's the courageous first step is calling somebody up and saying, I don't know anything about this, but I'd like to learn more. That's all you need is to okay. pick up the phone or write an email. And what we'll do from that point forward is we'll sit down and we'll say, what do you actually want in your life? That's the very first place we start. What do you want in your business? What do you want in your life? What's missing for you? What's the experience you want to create? And we'll really get clear on what you want versus what you perceive as going wrong. Because uh -huh. there, there really is nothing wrong, right? There's only just choice moving forward. Sure. So once we get clear on what you're looking for, then we pair you with at least three or four different coaches to try. Because I believe that coaching is all about finding your partner. Once you get, you know, like, are people really coaches? Do they have credentials? You know, all that stuff out of the way that, you know, they're good at their job. It becomes about finding your partner because this relationship is going to be mirroring every relationship you have in your life. Mm -hmm. So it's very important that you, you can trust the person you're talking to. And that's, that's how we start. You pick your coach, you pick who you want to be on this journey with. Awesome. So Elena, tell me what else have I missed? Because I've seen you on a number of interviews. Uh, you seem to be an expert in, in many different uh, facets of, of business. Is there anything that I've missed, any messages you'd want to tell the audience, maybe about you, about coaching, or anything else? Yeah, Um well, I think the first thing I'd say is I, even though I appear as an expert as many things, I, I try to really think about that. I don't know anything <laughs> in the world, so I'm constantly learning, Sure. but I think that's important to know because that's part of, you know, what I do in the world too, and help people is stay in a learner, a learning mindset, a growth mindset and being open and curious about what we don't know. And I think the other thing to know about me is, um, you know, I, I'm biracial. I have lived in the middle, the messy middle, I call it for a really long time. And what I mean by that is, you know, um, my mom is white and my dad is Hispanic and one is conservative and one is liberal. And, you know, I've traveled to many different cultures, cultures all over the world. And I really feel like that has been such a tremendous gift because I'm able to, um, have a love of inclusion and belonging for everyone. And that's what I'm committed to. That's what I want people to know is a world where we can all sit down at a table and feel seen and heard and also create magical things moving forward. Wonderful, wonderful. So how could people get in touch with you? Talk to me about the websites and the uh, inroads to get hold of Elena. Yeah, there's three three separate ways that you can reach me. So the first is my personal website, which is elenaarmijo.com. Pretty simple. The second is the C-Suite Collective, and that website is the c-suitecollective.com. And the third is through my podcast, In a Manner of Speaking with oh, Elena yeah. Armijo. Tell yeah, us about you can, that. Oh, it's just such a fun little podcast like this. I mean, like, Chuck, I do basic, this is what we do, right? We love to have cool conversations with leaders all over the world that are disrupting the world in some way or changing 
um, how a conversation is going in their respective fields. Um, so we have a lot of fun and we just, you know, talk about cool concepts and it's a fun show. So you can check me out there. Awesome. Well, uh, cool concepts from a cool person. <laughs> I, I just think it's, I just think it's really neat how, how going for, you know, opera and, and, and such. So let me ask you, do you still sing? I do. I sing for fun though. I, uh, you know, although I don't ever want, you know, singers who are still singing professionally to get, you know, feel like they're being devalued. So I do, I do charge <laughs> when I <laughs> sing in public to, to keep that integrity for my other fellow singers. But um, I really do love to sing at home, you know, and just sit down with my piano and make some noise. Awesome. Yeah, I have a cousin, uh, Gary Lakes. Gary, how you doing out there? He's retired uh, huh? opera singer himself, has been, yeah. uh, you know, sang at the Met, sang all over the, the world. And yeah. but every time we have a get together, <laughs> It's, hey, Gary, if it's a birthday, Gary might sing happy birthday, or he, he sings, his big thing is Danny Boy. He'll say, Gary, oh, yeah. Gary, yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. always an elder relative there. It's like, yeah. Gary, could you sing Danny Boy for us? Yeah. Well, Gary, <laughs> you know, I see and you. He's I know what it is. Six like. foot five, big guy, yeah. you know, he really yeah. towers in there. So it's fun. So I have an opera singer in, in my life, and I'm sure your family Beautiful. loves having you in yeah. their life too. They enjoy um, it. So we're at the end of our time. Anything else you want to add? No, this has been really fun. Thanks for having me. And thanks for spreading, you know, the good word all the time. Awesome. And Elena Armijo, thank you for being on the HR and Leadership Spotlight Show. Thank you.